0: Well, she couldn't understand why she couldn't get any calls, but she uh, had the mute switch on, and, um, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, oh my gosh, shall we laugh? Sorry. And now, join Chet and Gary with Apple Products, The Senior Angle. Good morning, Chet. We're back at it again today, folks, with Apple Products, the Senior Angle. Hi, Gary. How's Don't it going? Hope that you had
1: a good weekend. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Good. So, we're going to talk a little bit about the help sessions. Uh, as most of our members know, we do have help sessions Mondays and Thursdays from 9 to 11. Normally in the 2020 Club uh, in the Culinary Room, but uh, for January and the month of February, we're at the cyber cafe. So, in that, I just want to—we uh, just want to talk a little bit about those help sessions and what you can expect when you come, and what and how you should be prepared when you come in for a help session. So, Chet, for the first-time visitor uh, to a help session, what would you suggest that they have um, already on hand?
1: Well, one thing I want to point out, though, is, is not only is uh, what I think we're going to talk about uh, valuable to somebody coming to a help session, but also if you need to contact technical support uh, for a product, uh, it would be the same kind of thing. So I, I think the, the biggest thing that in my mind here is that most people walk in saying, I got a problem. But they don't really have much information about the problem. They uh, haven't bothered to record anything. They haven't got any information written down. Uh, a lot of cases they can't recreate it in front of us when they get here and so forth. So that that's a kind of thing that I think is important. And I I know that you've also helped with some of these things. Are you, are you seeing the same kind of thing when?
0: I am, but and again. Um... You know, as we've always harped on in the past, it seems like it's always a password issue. You know, people show up without passwords to not only their Apple ID, but their email account. And a lot of times, you know, it's it's important that you know your Wi-Fi password, too, because, um, you know, a lot of times when you have guests over and they want to connect to your um, internet, then you have to know that password to allow them to do that. So it's also important to know that. So I guess just preparation in, in knowing passwords, I think, is, is a big issue.
1: Okay, I, I totally agree with you there. I think that the passwords and, and having current password information uh, is excellent. Um, the other thing that I think that is important that people don't really think about is that with iPhones and iPads, it isn't the iPhone or the iPad where work is being processed. You have the application running on the iPhone or the iPad, but that application in most cases connects to a remote service. So, not only do we need to know about the iPhone and the iPad, but we need to know about that remote service. So, if you're having problems dealing with Wells Fargo Bank, for example, you would also need to have the information on how to connect to your account at Wells Fargo Bank. So the password that might be involved might be something like that. And no, we're not interested in your financial background or <laughs> how much money you got or anything like that. Uh, maybe uh, not you. But, <laughs> but anyway, the, the thing is that in order to solve problems, if we're seeing them, uh, that might be the area there. But I, I think some of the other things, too, is that people don't really realize where the problem is. And so if they've got a laptop or if they've got an iPhone or they've got an iPad, some of the things we need to know is what is the device that the problem is occurring on? Is it on all your devices or is it on a specific device? What is that device and how old is it? if we have a device that is older than the current software supports, in other words, you can't update the software on the device any longer because of its age, that may very well be the problem. So knowing that kind of stuff I think is important. So I think one of the things that we need to do is is find a way that we can tell people how to check on what device they've got and what age the software is or what software version they're running so they have that when they come in. And it might be nice if somebody took a sheet of paper and wrote some of that stuff down, that this is happening on my iPad, and my iPad is an iPad from 2019, and it's got the latest uh, software version, which right now is iOS 15.2.1. Um, you know, everything is current in that, that aspect. Uh, then we know that as a starting point. If they've got an older machine and they can only put iOS 12 something on it, uh, that's good to know also.
0: Well, you know, um, speaking of that, with uh, remote uh, apps and services, I found um, several members that that were that had deleted the Apple apps for some reason. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure why they do that, but it just it seems like Apple goes to all this trouble of building all these fantastic apps into their software updates or the operating system. and yet people just delete it and and don't use
1: it. Have you found that? I've seen that quite a bit. Um, I think one of the things that leads to that is that if you had a lot of experience with Windows computers in the past, when you bought a Windows computer, it was loaded with a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't really uh, very productive, and one of the first things you did was picked all the favorite stuff you knew about. You put your favorites on and got rid of all the junk that was there. Um, With Apple, one of the, the problems is that there are all... Uh, There are a lot of alternatives, for example, there's the Chrome web browser instead of using the Safari web browser, and a lot of people like Chrome better. But I think that one of the important things for people is that until they become familiar with the built-in apps and how they work, that trying to switch everything out is not a good idea, because if you start switching things around, then the burden falls on your shoulders to make things work together, where Apple has built a system where everything just out of the box works. And so I would like to see people stay with the built-in applications long enough for them to be comfort- become comfortable and familiar with them. And then if they decide they want to change to using uh, Google's uh, e- email ad, uh, app, uh, the one that's got the big M on it right. for Gmail right. or uh, using the Chrome web browser or something like that, that they can go ahead and do those kind of switches after they understand what's going on. Uh, so they're not trying to learn multiple things or solve multiple problems at the same time. So they, from that standpoint, that's one of the things I'd like to see them
0: do. Well, you know, the thing, another thing I see too is members come into the help session and they think they need the top-of-the-line or a moderate laptop when actually all they use it for is for maybe sending emails, maybe doing some online banking, maybe FaceTime with the grandkids, text messaging, watching movies. And in that case, unless they're not, you know, unless they're doing some type of intense um, uh, editing or um, creation. creation in pages or keynote or application like that, then an iPad would fit them perfectly. Yes. So I, I think that you have to know Going into the help sessions, if actually, what do you need? Yes. If you need need a laptop or if you need an iPad, and some people can just get by with an iPhone. Mm -hmm. So it it comes down to your specific needs, I believe.
1: Yes. Yeah. So understanding your needs is one of them. And I think that uh, there's a kind of complexion similar to that or an issue similar to that that I think that people ought to think about when they come in for help. And that is not how am I trying to do something, but what is it I'm trying to do? And I have a lot of people come in and say, well, I was trying to do this, this, and this. And the question is, why are you trying to do that? And uh, being an ex-software developer, one of the things that we always looked at was ask yourself why about six times. So why am I doing that? And when you get that answer, why am I doing that? And why am I doing that? Because what you may find is that the things you were trying to do are not the right sequence of events to get the job done that you want to do. That there's a better way, a more practical way, and you just avoid the problem by making the problem go away.
0: Maybe eliminate some steps. and uh, eliminate, some
1: steps, right. eliminate some steps, eliminate some problems that are coming up. and. Uh, you, you kind of have to also work with the applications and the way the applications were designed to work. It doesn't help if you decide that you want to stand on your head and the application says, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, the applications, applications are the final authority. Uh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, yeah, I, I just want to just reiterate just how, um, you know, just what a, a a great service that is to be able to come into our help sessions when you're having problems like that because when you get on the phone to apple um nine out of ten times they're going to resolve your problem but it it may be at a premium of your time yes Uh, a lot of times you're on hold forever then you have to go through two or three different tiers of specialists that finally says well i need to get my supervisor on here so uh, it's time saving, it's convenient. Brandon, you could go to the Apple Store, but again, that's far away. So I think it's a great service that we offer our members to have that help session. And so if you could come and do your part and be just a little bit more prepared when you come in, it makes things go a lot faster and a lot easier.
1: Yeah. Another thing, too, that, uh, that uh, people could do as, as part of their part in, in getting ready for help. And again, if they're going to deal with somebody on the phone, too, this, this might help. Or if they're going to go up to Brandon to see the Genius Bar or something, it would help. Is take a screenshot. If you yeah, don't know yeah. how to take a screenshot on your device, that's something that you should learn. On an iPhone, or an iPad, it's very simple. On a, a MacBook or a, an iMac, it's also possible to do it. It's not quite as simple as it is on an iPhone or an iPad. But that's something that you should look up and find out how to take that screenshot. Because a lot of times it's hard to reproduce a problem when you're coming in for assistance. And if you can take right. a screenshot. The other thing that you can actually do is that on all of these devices, it's possible to take a movie of your interaction on the screen. A screen recording. Uh, a screen recording. Right. Again, that's something you need to think about and in, in, uh, be prepared to do that. Learn how to do it. But that's another thing that would be extremely valuable is if you could show the person who's going to help you what you were doing and how you were doing it so they can see the steps. Absolutely.
0: And how and how
1: the hardware was responding Runding. to what you were doing. That's so, right. What, right. What kind of messages you were seeing on your screen at mm-hmm. the time and uh, all of those kind of things. Uh, where if we can't recreate that uh, during the help session, we can at least see what you were seeing when you thought you were having the problem. Right. Uh, it's a very good tip. That's that's very invaluable. Uh, the other thing is uh, let us know about any other problems that were going on. Uh, you know, there's the old story of the guy that called for help on his uh, PC and said, can you, t- you get my screen back? And during the conversation, the guy down the phone discovers that the reason he can't see his screen is because the building power is out <laughs> you got to start at the beginning, right? Yeah, that, that's something you should have known right from the very beginning. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's important to understand what was going on around you at the time, where were you, all of those kind of things. And if you can write it down or if yeah. you can put it in a note, uh, if you can uh, take screenshots, any of those kind of things that would help. Yeah, get that I've, information down I'm sorry uh, I've used my camera you know a
0: lot of times when before I would go into a store and see a product i like and I would you know make start writing it I thought what just take a picture of it you can yeah. blow it up you can get the, the model number the serial number everything's available to you so that's another you know that's another tip uh, like take pictures of documents mm-hmm. that, you know that you're passing back and forth and uh, so just kind of use the available Applications and software that you have already that you already own. So, well, you know, I think we're about done here. I think Mickey Mouse might be tapped. Yeah,
1: in we're we're getting close here. Yeah. I I guess I would kind of like to sum it up and say that uh, the the message I'd like to pe- hear or see people carry away from this session is, if I got a problem, first off, what is my problem? How do, how do I see that problem? What is it? It just it Don't say it doesn't work. Right. What, what is the problem that you have? Uh, screenshots, if you can take screenshots, uh, look and see what the uh, version of your software is, what mm-hmm. machine you're running on, where is the problem actually occurring? Uh, all of the, get all that kind of information down and uh, then uh, have some, uh, time to think about what's actually happening. So you can describe that when you come in for help and that will shortcut a lot of problems. And as you pointed out, when we first started, bring your passwords, please passwords. bring your passwords. <laughs> okay. I guess that, uh, wraps us up pretty good here for this session. So you want to so well, have the final word? <clears throat> well,
0: uh, that's about it. And Yeah. That's all I have, Chet. And thank you so much again for uh, joining us today. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again for the the eighth episode next week of uh, our Senior Angle. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. All right.
1: Goodbye to you and all our listeners.